0: Oh my god, are you high? <laughs> no. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus.
1: I'm just teasing you.
0: I, I know you are, but are you high teasing me? No, I'm not even?
1: high. Why would I be high? I don't Why know do I high? have to be high to tease you?
0: No, well, right, because you've been teasing me for years and you've never exactly. been high. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Crazy man. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, engage with us on social media at symbol The Watchlist Pod, at symbol Pirate Alice, and at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. And you can also catch up on all of your back episodes of The Watchlist Pod by going to thewatchlistpod.com. Hello. Hello. So I was not lazy this week.
1: Very good. Very, very good.
0: I watched a ton of stuff this week.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yepers. Whoa. Yeah. So do you want to save the big thing for last like we usually do?
1: Sure. Let's do that.
0: Why don't we do that? All right. right. So in addition to our big thing, Mm -hmm. I watched three other things.
1: Wow. So what did you watch?
0: So the first thing I watched was um, the new HBO Max movie called No Sudden Move. It stars Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro and a host of other people, by the way. Uh, and it's directed by Steven Soderbergh. Okay, And it, and it just debuted on HBO Max. And I got to tell you. You know, I am not a dumb cookie by any stretch of the imagination. I know I don't have a lot of, like, memory bank left, and I will be the first to admit that my memory is shit. But I can generally follow a movie from point A to point B, beginning, middle, and end, right? Okay. Well, Laura and I both watched this movie. And there comes a point, and I think we've mentioned it before on the podcast, too, where a movie just tries to be too smart for the room.
1: uh, yes.
0: and and this one has just one too many little subplots going on and characters and all that to the point where at, and I, and it started off beautifully. You know, it started off great. And I and I in the first five minutes, I said, I am on board with this just because of the look. And all of that. And Steven Soderbergh shoots it with something of a fisheye camera as well to get you focused in on the center of the screen. It's it's weird, but it it kind of works. Okay. But there came a point where we just weren't following who was who and who was doing what and why and to whom. Oh. And, and again... It's like I said, it's not that I'm, I, you know, am a dumb cookie and can't follow things that require some thought. But sometimes with just a simple crime caper, a little simplicity, or as they say in Project Runway, a little bit of editing goes a long way to make something perfect.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I would
0: recommend this. It's 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 a very noir-like kind of 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 crime caper. But um if you're into first of all, if you love reading, you'll probably love this movie. And even if you're not, if you like a good crime caper, you'll probably be in this movie. But if you're expecting the simplicity of like an ocean's thirteen or something like that, it it's more complicated than that. So it depends on how much brain space you want to devote to it. Okay. But Don Cheadle is always is, is brilliant in, in everything that he does. And there are a ton, of, a ton of people in it. There's a surprise cameo in it by someone who, and I'm not going to spoil who that is. But yeah, I mean, it's good. It's just a little convoluted. Okay but that's but that's no sudden move. It's on HBO Max and it's brand spanking new. Cool. 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 okay <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else for it.
1: I guess I'll go next. Yeah. uh I have one from Hulu. It is the movie Willie's Wonderland
0: <laughs> She said Willie.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It stars Nicolas Cage, who has no lines through the entire movie. He never speaks.
0: Oh, is this sort of the, the horror movie thing?
1: It's a comedy horror slasher movie.
0: Oh, I did see the trailer for this. Yeah.
1: And he's like a drifter who hits this small town. His car breaks down because it ran over a spike strip in the road. He's told they'll fix it for him, but not until the next morning, and they'll do it for free, but the only place he can stay overnight is in this creepy, shut-down, Chuck E. Cheese-type place, and he's going to clean it up for them.
0: Okay. As a
1: janitor. And... (sighs) Yeah. As he's cleaning things up, we see these animatronic Chuck E. Cheese people or Chuck E. Cheese robotic characters kind of come to life and they go after him and he is not to be fucked with and he fights back and destroys the first one. Then you get the local teens who want to burn down the place because it's the source of all of their childhood trauma.
0: And of course,
1: shit goes down, goes wrong as it does. Yeah. And then we learn the full story behind Willy's Wonderland and all the murderous rampage and. And the whole. Crazy shit that happens in this fucked up town. It's fucked up awesomeness is really what it is. (laughs) Is it really? It is. It is just the crappiest slasher horror movie, but Nicolas Cage just pulls it off and makes it just crazy awesome to watch, really. It really is.
0: Last week, and I guess they've been showing this a lot lately, Con Air was on. Oh. And and today, Raising Arizona just happened to be on TV. Oh, I love that movie. And I was thinking how Nicolas Cage has gone from serious actor dude to batshit crazy actor dude. (laughs) Yes, yes, he has. And he does weird straight-to-video shit, and then he'll do something like this. Mm Mm-hmm. Or mom and dad, or something like that. Oh god,
1: that one was. (laughs) That one was just (laughs) whatever. Shit. See our previous,
0: see our previous archives for reviews of Mom and Dad. By the way, yeah. Yeah. Um, So you would recommend this movie?
1: Oh, totally. This was supposed to be released in October, but COVID, and so it went through video on demand it's on hulu now so if you've got a hulu subscription you could just watch it um and it did have a small theatrical release back in february a very limited release but this movie is just ridiculous and everybody's gotta watch it that's how awesome i that's how much i love this movie and nicholas cage did have a part as a producer in this
0: oh okay
1: Yeah, he's got his little no-lines part in it. He does not speak at all. Not at all.
0: Well, I've noticed this, and I'll be talking about this with the next couple of movies that we talk about. Don't do the eyebrow thing. All right, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, for over 30 fucking years... Patty has done something that I find <laughs> spooky but cool at the same time. So you know how Mister Spock on Star Trek can raise one eyebrow, I can raise one eyebrow. Patty can independently raise either eyebrow, and she has done that. That is her special talent. Yep. That I that freaks me out, but but it intrigues me at the same time because I wonder <laughs> the muscle control it takes to do that. But anyhow. <laughs> So, uh, but I find you
1: saying before I wiggled my eyebrows,
0: but I was saying that a lot of actors these days and Chris Pratt did it with um, the Tomorrow War as well. A lot of stars are producing or executive producing works for themselves.
1: Hmm. So I
0: so if I could ask any of them. All right. So, hey, Chris Pratt. Hey, Nicolas Cage. Hey, actors who we will name later. Hit us up. Go ahead. Yeah. Toads, hit us up. uh, (laughs) Toads, hit us up. Just DM us, okay? Because we're like that. Is this a trend in Hollywood where actors also get their producer cred by doing projects for themselves so that they have more control over what they do and why? Mm -hmm. That's what intrigues me because that's where I see the business going. Now that now that everybody can stream shit, why L- not yeah. produce your own thing and throw it out there and make double the money? Because maybe that's how they get around streaming versus box office as well.
1: Could be. Elizabeth Moss, I believe she executive produced a few episodes of Handmaid's Tale. Did she? Yeah, this season, I'm gonna say. Maybe well,
0: And remember uh, the original John Wick? Eva Mm -hmm. Longoria produced the first John Wick. Really? Yeah. It's just interesting. It's very interesting. So I would would love, you know what, like I said, Eva Longoria, you know what, Keanu Reeves, come on, man, DM us. Let (laughs) us know the full skinny of what's going on in Hollywood. So you would recommend the Nicolas Cage movie.
1: Absolutely. I highly recommend it. It's just so fucked up.
0: And what's it called again?
1: It is called Willie's Wonderland.
0: <laughs> she said Willie again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay. So the next movie that I watched was finally, we sat down and watched Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan on Amazon Prime. Ah. and if anybody is any kind of familiar with uh Tom Clancy's stuff uh, it vaguely I I think it doesn't have too much in common with the book but is loosely based on the book and Michael B Jordan plays the character of John Clark so if you if you've read those novels you know it's the John Clark Character who in Clear and Present Danger was played by Willem Defoe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's and it's about blah, 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 revenge, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. It was okay. You know, I I, I didn't know what to think of it. I wanted more out of it. I wanted it to be more exciting. Hmm. But it was it was alright. So think of going to a movie on a friday night and going yeah that was all right
1: okay where um when did this come out
0: it came out in 2021 hold on one second oh so it
1: it's this year okay yeah
0: it's this year
1: so it's it a is, new one okay
0: yeah it is a new movie but remember it came out a few months ago and i and i promised that i would i would watch it and i never did cuz i kept putting it off <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> okay <laughs> um i i believe it came out like um uh april 30th is oh
1: okay so up. it's not that. okay for some not, reason i thought it was it came out like a couple a year or two ago i don't know why i thought that
0: yeah um but it's it's okay i have definitely seen better and when i and when i <laughs> When I looked at Laura and I, and you know, she always asked me, So, what are you going to talk about on the podcast? That was the one movie I couldn't remember watching. <laughs> oh, nice. So, that doesn't bode well, you know, too well for it. It's, it's very, you know
1: what? I think I saw this already.
0: <laughs> I, I think, you know what?
1: I think I did see this.
0: And that's what I mean. once you watch it, you forget about it as soon as you watch it. yeah kind of like kind of like yeah. the tomorrow war,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I liked it, but it's gone out of my memory bank now,
1: yeah, it's totally not in my memory at all, yeah, but as I read about it and I'm looking at the poster image here on Wikipedia, I'm like, oh. I think I saw this movie. Yes, I did. I did see this movie. Yeah, I did see this movie. yeah. It's really kind of it's forgettable. Eh? Yeah, it is. It is very forgettable. Very forgettable. That's about all I very, can say
0: about it. It's very forgettable. It's it's fast food action. Yes, yes. It's it fast food. Like like the the uh, Chris Hemsworth movie Extraction the tomorrow war without remorse. All of these are just fast food action
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's it. So we, we were looking at stuff tonight to watch. And as we record this, it's actually Saturday night, people. Um, And Laura had had a hankering to watch Halston, the documentary that came out in 2019 uh, on Amazon prime. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what, what the fuck let's, Let's just hit play because sometimes you need to just hit play or else you scroll through. And the more you scroll through your want to watch just keeps going down and down and down. You need yes. to just pull the trigger and do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll tell you what, man, for a two hour documentary, we were hooked. Ah. It, is, it is a great documentary about the American designer Halston who made his way from nothing, small town USA, to become the fashion designer in the United States in the late 70s and early 80s. Hmm. And the first part of that movie had me wanting to go buy clothes like there was nobody's business, man. (laughs) I wanted to hang out with this motherfucker. He was just cool. And one of the things that I absolutely noticed about him and especially in the fashion industry, even today. So if you Google diversity in fashion and runway shows, you will see that a lot of controversy happens because of the lack of diversity. Halston had so many African-American models. They actually make it a point of saying he was one of the first people to actually show in Paris. And in Paris, the Parisian houses had one uh, person of African descent, in his show and out of 16 models that he had 8 of them were african american
1: wow nice
0: and he surrounded wow. himself with diversity and or at least this documentary showed that part and he hung with everybody wow and and it was just so i was like damn i want to go party now <laughs> But I ain't got no money. So anybody who wants to sponsor the watchlistpod.com and the watchlist with Patty and Bill, please. So you could go party. So I could, so I could go buy some cool clothes and shit because fucking COVID, I have learned the beauty of spandex and jeans. Oh. Oh, my God. I, my fashion sense has gone down the tubes. Anyway, but if you are looking for a documentary... And you, and you love fashion and clothing and all that, and just really want a, a really well-done documentary, Halston, on Amazon Prime.
1: Nice. Well. Cool. Yeah. All right. So my international show...
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> ...is a series that has two seasons. It's on Netflix, and it comes from Thailand. Okay. It is called... The Girl from Nowhere. Okay. It's a mystery thriller anthology type series. It's got a bit of like a black mirror feel because it's kind of dark tone, subject matter kind of thing. And it follows a girl whose name is Nano. And she's always the new girl in school. And she goes to a bunch of each episode. She's at a different private school. In Thailand. And as she goes to these classes, to school, she exposes all their secrets and the lies and the hypocrisy going on within the school. And she is very smart and charming and pretty and manipulative. And she is not to be fucked with, this girl.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. In the first episode, she exposes a teacher who's preying on the female students. Ooh. And at times it gets a little bit creepy where it looks like nano is going to be the teacher's next victim. Mm-hmm. But then it gets a little Lolita where we realize she's the one in charge here. And she's been in charge since she entered the school. And of course, because she goes and exposes everything, she exposes the teacher and, all of his fucked up shit that he was doing. And okay. he's essentially getting revenge on the people who do a lot of bad things and bullying and all kind that kind of thing throughout the series. Uh, it every in season one, all of the episodes have like a moral of the story at the end. So it had that kind of feel to it. Season one has 13 episodes Season 2 things get a little more interesting where we learn that Nano, this girl who floats around everywhere, cannot die. She has a rival. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And there's 8 episodes in season 2. They're pretty short episodes. They don't I don't think they're they're like uh, some of them are half an hour ish, some of them are closer to 50 minutes or so so it's kind of all over the place with the running time but it's not only subtitled but they also do have a dubbed version so you could watch it in English or you could watch it in the original Thai with English subtitles.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay. It's a really
1: good series. I really liked it. I was totally hooked on this thing cuz it's just kind of you know, it's just kind of fucked up and you know, she just swoops in and then fucks with people's brains and they think they know what's going on. And then yet that's not at all what's happening. And she's like totally fucking with them through the whole thing. Like one of the episodes there, there's the player in school who's getting all the girls pregnant and then kind of leaving them to their own devices or forcing them to get abortions. Well, nano totally goes and screws with that guy's head. And it's kind oh. of fun. It's actually kind of fun to watch.
0: so and 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 then she incredible hulks it uh, and leaves the school and goes to another school after at the end of each episode yep and and people of a certain age will get that incredible hulk reference how he goes like from town to town doing different things every episode. yeah
1: yeah exactly well well, with any of those drifter series Mm. where the this the the town of the week and They come in and do shit and then move on to the next thing. That's exactly what she does. She comes in, she fucks with everybody and exposes all the hypocrisy and their secrets and their lies and then moves on, leaving a trail of destruction in her path.
0: Fantastic. It
1: is, it's really, it's really well done. It's really good. And the girl who plays Nano is. Just amazing with the way she looks at the camera and the way she's like tries to be so innocent. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Kind of a thing. It's (laughs) really it's really good. I really like it. And if you watch it, you'll notice like she's kind of like all the schools have more or less the same uniform, but there's little differences that if you pay attention, you'll see in the uniform how okay, she's at a new school because her uniform's different now. I, at first, I wasn't realizing it was a new school each time until, I, I don't know, something finally clicked in my head where I realized, oh, this is a different school. Okay. Got it. Yeah.
0: And what's it called again?
1: It is called Girl From Nowhere, and it's on Netflix.
0: Sweet. All right, ladies and gents. Here's the big thing that you've paid no money to hear.
1: It's but again, the big one.
0: But always look... <laughs> she said the big one. Anyway, <laughs> hey, we both saw Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I had no problem pulling the trigger for this. And one of our friends, um, his name is Matt. Shout out to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. You know, he hits me up and says, hey, do you feel like going to the movies to go to see Black Widow? Mm. And I had you know we had already actually made plans to see this with some friends, so shout out to April and Dante as well. so that's how we watched it.
1: You went to the theater
0: no no no, 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 i no, oh, okay. we rented it for home
1: uh, and, okay Got it.
0: and and because in my mind and i and I don't know how you feel about this you and you and Dwight, but you pay thirty dollars for it, you get premium access to it. for for like three months before it actually hits Disney Plus. So instead Mm -hmm. of paying 30 bucks to see it once and then waiting, we can now see it as many times as we want. Yeah. At home. Yeah. So so as everybody probably knows, this movie was delayed. It was supposed to come out last year, and it was delayed three or four times because of COVID. Because they kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And it was the source of a lot of angst in Hollywood because they wanted to release it theatrically because of the deals that they had in place with ScarJo and all of that other sort of stuff. Well, it finally went day and date with Disney+. Plus. So what did you think of it?
1: Uh, Dwight went to the movies, to the theater, and saw it with his brother. Okay. He didn't tell me he was doing this, so I paid for it on the Disney Plus and waited for him to come home, and then he's like, yeah, I already saw it, and I'm like, fuck you. God damn it. (laughs) He's like, I knew you were going to rent it. Then why did you go see it? Why did you pay to go see it? Uh, What the hell? Anyway. Man. Anyway.
0: Anyway.
1: I feel like I would have had more interest in this or more appreciation, maybe if it actually came out between civil war and infinity war, I feel yeah. like right now it's a total afterthought and I think they dropped the ball. I really do. But that being said, there are some bits that I thought were really kind of cool. I loved that cover of Nirvana's smells like team spirit as the opening credits ran. That was yeah. really good. Yeah, I really like that. And the visuals of the opening credits was also really cool.
0: I think that the first few minutes of that movie, the escape sequence, was the best part of the movie. Mm -hmm. I love that part. I thought it was really well done. I mean, I think you're right. I think, and and I've been reading a lot of other reviews as well that says, that that all say that this should have come out between civil war and infinity war. And, and yes, because that's when it takes place. Yeah. So then you have to go back in your memory bank and, and say, okay, um, yeah, I kind of remember this and all that. Cause at the end of the movie, you realize a couple of things that are physical about Scarlett Johansson that were questions that we all had going into Infinity War that make total sense now mm-hmm. because of Black Widow.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That being said, too, I thought it was solid. I I mean, there are a couple of things that I thought were really kind of bullshitty. <laughs> like okay. it, And I'm not going to lie about it. Like, where the Red Room was located, come the fuck on. You mean to tell me that... uh, I I can't (laughs)
1: speak
0: because it's opening fucking weekend. But let me put it to you this way. We have seen bits and pieces of the Red Room in two different movies in the Marvel Universe. We definitely saw it in Age of Ultron. And then I want to say... What was the other movie... They at least reference it in one other movie. Okay. And you hear about the red room and you hear about how the girls undergo hysterectomies and they have to do kills and training and all that other sort of stuff. Well, here you see where that red room is located. And to me, that is just utter bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Although I have to
1: say, I loved their description of hysterectomies. In the helicopter. Yes.
0: Yeah, Florence. <laughs> you like, in this movie is I great. I
1: love this. I yes. love her to pieces. I want to see more of her.
0: I have a feeling you will.
1: Good, because I want to. Because she made this movie better. Well, I mean, well, you. Name. Well, you saw. Because she's she's phenomenal. She's funny and she's cool, and I like her.
0: So, again, without giving anything away. But jogging your memory, remember at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I have to proudly say is now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Remember at the very end of that where the person came to faky Captain America?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you stayed through the end credit sequence, right? I
1: did. Yes, of course. All I did. right. Actually, I fast forwarded through the. Credits to get as to that. did I
0: as did I <laughs> because so many fucking people work on Marvel movies right. and and no shade to them whatsoever. It takes hard, hard work and thousands of hours to put together a movie for even a few seconds of of the of the magic that we see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, we're, we're Marvel hungry. So, you know, we know that there's going to be an end credit <laughs> sequence. Right. Yeah. So, first of all, stay for the end credit sequence.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: It, it, it ties a couple of things together. hmm I think Black Widow is very good. It's about damn time. Fuck yeah. Another thing that I thought was bullshitty, though, why did she have to change into the white outfit? Right? I I felt that that was a little too Star Wars Episode one y where every like few scenes Amadala changed so that they could sell yet another action figure <laughs> and I'm like yeah, what was right. wrong with what Scar jo had on in the scene right well, before this but
1: they didn't they both have a white outfit on
0: yes they did
1: yeah almost so they both if, changed
0: almost as if to say we're good the others are bad
1: right that that totally seems the whole point of that
0: just weird. Like, they have time to change into an all-white outfit.
1: Yeah, and but then whatever. the whole vest with the pockets isn't being worn.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. No, well, anyway. <laughs> a couple of nitpicky things aside, a very good action picture. Yeah. A very I good liked, action picture.
1: I liked the Arya Stark knife drop move. That was fun. Yeah. To catch uh, that.
0: <laughs> I... I well, and for Florence, and this is not really giving anything away because it. No, it, but that's it is why a, I threw it out there. It is a joke in the movie. Florence Pugh, who is related to Natasha Romanoff, makes well, fun. That's
1: the actress's name.
0: Yes, yes. Florence Pugh is the actress's she name. She
1: plays Elena, uh, Natasha's
0: sister. Sister.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How she makes how she says in a in a Russian act why do you land this way it's like this action (laughs) pose of you doing the hair flip you're such a poser (laughs) (laughs) and they make fun of that and I love how meta that is because ever since the character Black Widow appeared in Iron Man 2 she's been doing that landing pose yeah yeah (laughs) and it's just it's that's hilarious
1: that is hysterical. it's hysterical. And it's you flip hysterical. the hair.
0: And you flip the hair. And- <laughs> but you know what else? The last bullshitty thing I will say, at in that same scene, they're talking about some very serious shit going down. Some serious plot point shit. Yes. In front of the convenience store person who they are yes. about to buy supplies from.
1: Yes, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, they're having this whole conversation in front of another person
0: in front of a civilian who could be easily manipulated who could be you know and i'm like why
1: are you talking about this not they were still in budapest right when they were sorry that's
0: budapest
1: budapest they were still there though right they were still in Hungary. i guess so so it's possible the clerk didn't speak english but Ah, i find that hard to believe
0: yeah 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 so any um black widow definitely worth it and if you have disney plus definitely worth paying the extra 30 bucks for if, if you, you think
1: you're going to watch it multiple times
0: yes which i know i'm going to
1: or you're gonna share not that we tell you to share
0: not that we condone sharing at all, but if you happen to have several family members who benefit from sharing your access code and you benefit from having their access code share with you by all means,
1: yeah, then it then it's worth it. yeah,
0: then it's worth it,
1: and you know these yeah. family members watch,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you if you can wait three months, you're not going to be disappointed,
1: no, you're yeah. Yeah,
0: and definitely worth. Now that this has come out finally, watch Captain America: Civil War, then watch Black Widow, then watch Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Do it in that order, and things will make more sense to you.
1: And both of those are on Disney Plus, right?
0: I think all of them are on fucking Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Okay, Hulk is the I knew something wasn't, but I couldn't I don't remember which
0: and one. And I'm not sure if the Spider-Man movies are, they might be, but but um because Hulk is owned by Universal. Oh. And maybe it is. I ha- I haven't checked recently because I own okay. all of these on Vudu. So, you know, that's uh. how I watch them all. Okay. But um and I will be buying Black Widow. So, yes, I've paid for it once and then I will pay for it again to, to have a digital
1: copy. Well, isn't it with, oh, digital copy. Forget a digital it. Okay. copy
0: of it. So that somewhere, somehow, as long as Voodoo continues to exist.
1: And host these for you.
0: And host these. I'm going to be fucked if they ever go out of business. Hmm. Just completely screwed. Yeah. But anyhow. um. So that's our review of Black Widow. So do us a favor. Log on to TheWatchListPod.com and click on that Contact Us button. Engage us on your social media at symbol TheWatchListPod, at symbol PirateAlice, and or at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. Let us know what you thought of Black Widow. Did you catch it this weekend? Is this the first weekend you're going back to the theater because this is the biggest movie to come out? Actually, no, the second biggest movie. The first one was Fast 9. Mm. Um, are you going back to the movies now that blockbusters are back, or are you still kind of like me, like nah, kind of fuck it right now? I'm still <laughs> in my. I like being at home. Although I did break that for something I will reveal next Ooh. show.
1: Ooh, more big reveals. Even,
0: I can even tell you what I've seen because I didn't sign a non-disclosure for it.
1: <gasps> Ooh.
0: I have I have seen Space Jam.
1: A oh, New Legacy. fun! Huh. I don't think I've seen the first one though.
0: Um, so I will say this, and I and I and I'm not going to give anything away because I do I definitely want to wait until it comes out. Okay. Which which is as we record this, we record this on Saturday. So this show will debut on Monday, and it comes out this coming Friday.
1: Oh, okay, it comes out Friday. All right, and that's is that only at theaters, or is it no. theaters and some theaters, service?
0: Theaters and HBO Max. Oh, okay. So if you have HBO Max, see that's why anybody who subscribed to HBO Max this year made out like a bandit because all Damn of the strange. theatrical all of the theatrical releases. Day and date,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're good. You're good to go. No premium access required, and that's how it beats Disney Plus that way. Yeah. Now it probably won't happen for 2022. That's for damn sure. But at least for this year, until December the 31st, we're going to get first run movies like Space Jam, the new Matrix movie, all that shit. Anyhow, nice. cool. But the but the first Space Jam came out in 1997. And Michael Jordan is playing with, you know, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, blah, blah, blah. And Bill Murray is thrown in there. And for some reason. Well, no, I know exactly the reason. (laughs) I was younger and hadn't seen as much as I have now. Uh, That's all I will say. The full review will come next episode.
1: Okay, the full review of. Of the current space, the new Space Jam and the old Space Jam?
0: Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back and watch the old Space Jam. Okay. okay. But (laughs) I've already done my time with that one. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody will get a new review of the LeBron James Space Jam, A New Legacy next week.
1: Cool. All right.
0: And, 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 (laughs) depending on what I have to sign. I'm going to another screening on Wednesday,
1: Ooh.
0: and I and I don't. Well, I haven't signed anything yet, but it rhymes with uh, "Moo is slide kabod." <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> I Don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway. What. <laughs> Just think about just percolate on that for a minute. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But I'm seeing another another first run movie on Wednesday.
1: Nice. Okay. But I
0: don't know if I will be able to talk about Ah. until the screening and see what I have to sign or not sign or whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Okay. And there was one piece of news by David. So, news. News. There's going to be a tomorrow, uh, the Tomorrow War Part 2. Duh. I figured. I
1: figured. (laughs) But the way that ended, yeah. I felt like there should be, maybe.
0: You know, and and, now... Yeah, especially when you deal with <laughs> aliens and shit. Come on. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Alien and Aliens and and the day after tomorrow or not the day after tomorrow. That's the weather thing, you know, like um, Independence <laughs> Day.
1: It's, it's the, the weather, weather thing.
0: It's the weather. It, well, I, no, know, I know. I
1: know. It just makes you laugh. The weather thing.
0: The weather thing. Okay. Because <laughs> I love me a good destroy the world movie. I absolutely. I, I am do. A sucker I
1: totally love them. I love I, those. Movies.
0: I love it, absolutely love them, and I and and I don't know why, but but yeah, that's the weather one versus the alien one. All right. So yes, there is going to be a part two to that.
1: Cool, maybe. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All
0: mm-hmm. right. So that's all we've got for this week. So, yeah. like I said, engage us. Catch up on all of your back episodes of the Watchlist Pod. Uh, on the com. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I'm tired. Time to go to bed. All right. But anyhow, engage us on your social media, and uh, we will catch you all next time. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay,
1: bye.